Considering the evolving nature of healthcare industry, how can we build a flexible and adaptive healthcare system that can effectively accommodate future advancements, especially where dental care is concerned? Uncover effective strategies to bridge gaps in dentistry, achieve balance as a clinician, and improve overall oral health and well-being. Stay tuned. Healthcare entrepreneurs, are you ready to rewrite the rules for your business so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while creating a positive social impact? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provider's Edge. I'm your host, Sabrina Rumbach. I'm a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. Let's open the gateway to profitability for you today. My guests and I help healthcare entrepreneurs entrepreneurs and startup founders like you break through barriers so you can control your business, control your life, and control your future. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. Welcome back. This is your host, Sabrina Rumbach. Today, we have Raquel Norris with us. Most people call her Rocky, and she has been a dental hygienist and turned into a holistic nutritionist because she saw a gap in how we're serving our patients, and especially in a modern day of dentistry. Now, she is able to provide weekly one-on-one coaching to her clients so she can guide them through understanding how oral health and gut health are connected. And now she really focusing on helping patients to see the root cause of oral diseases and leading into their overall health and not just putting a band-aid on things. And um, I'm so excited for uh, you to be here, uh, Rocky. And uh, thanks for spending some time with uh, our audience who are also healthcare professionals and leaders in the field so we can all learn from each other and celebrate our work. No, thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. So one of the first things that I always love to ask is what's the passion that brought you into the healthcare space? Um, it's a funny story, actually. Um, back in 2006, um, I was in the military and deployed in Iraq. And um, on some time off that we got, um, I helped out in the medical and dental field um, that gave free treatment to the local nationals. And then I helped out a dentist there. And I was like, "Ooh, I like dentistry. So when I got back, um, I went to school and became a dental hygienist. And then from there, I loved being a dental hygienist. But for about 12 years, I was like, there's a gap. There's this huge gap that nobody talks about. Um, We're not walking heads. You know, the mouth is connected to the rest of the body. And then about two years ago, I decided to look into nutrition because I knew that where the gap was. Yeah. So when you saw that gap, I think uh, um, many of us in healthcare has uh, expanded, not just that one thing in clinical medicine and perhaps start seeing how do I support my patients better in different ways because I'm not seeing the right progression or it just the speed of their recovery is, uh, is not fast enough. So when you have these libel in your moment and how did you make the choice and the drive to create a, a practice of your own? Because 
it's not being talked about in modern day dentistry. It like I like you said, it's putting a band-aid on, you know, something that's happening in your mouth. What's actually the root cause? Why do we get cavities? Why do we have infections in our mouth? And why do we have this inflammation called gingivitis that nobody really talks about than other than brush and floss your teeth? There's more to it than just um it's your mouth, you know, just make sure you're brushing and flossing uh, and not eating sweets. I knew that there was more to it than just that. Um, so that's when I was like, I need to start looking at the foundational work of why we're getting these infections, why we're getting um, diseases in the mouth. Um, and that led me to holistic nutrition, because if we're getting the right nutrition in our bodies, then our mouth is going to just follow suit with that. So yeah, that's when I decided I need to kind of venture off and do my own thing. Right. And do you also feel like a part of that, whether it's lack of understanding um, without people actually tap into it, because I only heard a very few dentistry um, specialists have talked about the nutritional part and then talk about how uh, oral health is tied to everybody else, right? And it's only a few of you that's talking about this. So do you feel like it's an issue with access to dental care in the first place that not only the providers perhaps don't have enough time and they're just dealing with the issue at hand, almost like a medical industry where they're already doing so many things and then patients are like volume is so high, they don't have the capacity uh, really truly to educate on these other issues of dental care. Or perhaps is that major majority of the population don't see dental care as something important in their life. And therefore, they will only seek out care when there is an issue. What's your opinion on that? Honestly, I think it's a 50-50 thing. Um, I think it is. The dentists are overloaded. Dentistry in general is overloaded. I mean, the pandemic set us back just like in the medical field. You know, we can't get back that six months that we had to take off because we couldn't treat patients, prevent oral diseases, um, you know, cutting back on gingivitis and cutting back on peril disease. They we, we couldn't because they shut us down for so long. Um, well, in Massachusetts, I should say, that's where I'm from. So we're trying to catch up on that. And so the dentist is just trying to fix all the problems that he's seeing right now, he or she, and same with us hygienists. But then on the other hand, yeah, the the population has been influenced to think your mouth isn't really a big deal until you have X, Y, and Z, you know, until you have decay, until you have a toothache, until you have, you know, you're receding gums and you have cold sensitivity, then you go see the dentist. Um, You know, there is... I would love to make more aware awareness to individuals that, hey, your mouth is connected to your body. This is the gateway to your digestive tract. Um, you know, it's the north and then the south uh, process. Uh, if we take care of the north process, the south process will be so much easier and better for you um, systemically. So, um, yes, I think it's a 50-50 you know, I think it's working on both ends. But if we can get, you know, which is my passion and goal is to get the modern day dentistry to have this holistic approach that everything is connected and really start teaching patients that, hey, this is what's going on. Then they'll be more aware on the other end and say, oh, yeah, if I'm having this problem in the mouth, then something systemically is happening in our body. 
Rocky shares her experience and observations in the field of dentistry, particularly amidst of the challenges posed by the pandemic. She points out the significant impact of shutdowns on dental practices, leading to a backlog of oral health issues. Rocky highlights the common misconceptions that people only prioritize dental care when they experience specific problems, rather than recognizing the interconnectedness of oral health with overall well-being. She expressed her passion for promoting a universal approach to dentistry, aiming to educate patients about the relationship between oral health and systematic health. By arising awareness, she believes individuals, which be more driven in seeking dental care and understanding the potential impact on their overall health. Quick announcement before we move forward. If you are a healthcare entrepreneur or startup founder looking to accelerate your social mission, increase profitability, don't hesitate to reach out to me, Sabrina Rombach, and our collective uh, board advisors at Postpoint Solutions. You can find me on LinkedIn or visit our website. Love to have a, a chat with you to see how we can help you to level up and grow to the next level. Right, exactly. And and you tap into uh, really it's a combination of things. Uh, anything in life, in society, in a conflict or in a difficult situation, it's always multifaceted. It cannot just be one thing because if it's truly the one thing, we would have probably solved it. Uh, and that's okay because it's a complexity industry to be uh, involved in. And that's why many of us who are in it uh, love to solve these problems. So for your patients nowadays, how many are you seeing a day? So it it can range, but um, I like 10, but it can be, you know, close to two. It just depends on the day. So um, and I take one on one clients usually by phone call, but I might meet them or by Zoom too. uh, just what what patients feel comfortable with. And I should say clients. Sorry. And uh, and we do one on one and I have a three month package because that's when I start to see results or that's when my clients start to see results because I was doing like five weeks and yes, they got results. But if they want to see a change in their gut health and in their oral health, it takes about three months. So right. Term clients too. (laughs) Right. It's a learning curve. Uh, There's a process of in the beginning, the basic understanding to seeing the changes and then getting to that specific result. So there's always nothing in health uh, wellness will like snap your finger and you get to it. That's just impossible. It's behavior changes. It's multifaceted of what you have to do. How do you have to eat? What do you pay attention to? Medication, all different things. So yeah, it definitely makes sense to be a three-month process at least to get to that goal. And for people to think, oh, all of a sudden I can get that treatment. That's not realistic. And even in medicine, right? I'm in surgery. Just because you have surgery, that doesn't mean all of a sudden you're healed. It's more of you need it because we can prolong your lifespan 
or we can give you a higher quality of life. But just because you have this one procedure done doesn't mean everything is solved. And then I believe the same thing in dental. You have a cavity that got fixed, but years down the road, depending on how well you're taking care of your oral health, it can reoccur and you and you might need something else completely. So we know running a successful business in healthcare, it does take a team. And some even like yourself are solo practitioners are uh, who are, especially on this show, are people who are established making at least quarter million revenue and above. So how are you able to manage everything from marketing, from the back end, from accounting? Who's helping you? <laughs> so I do have um, a business coach and she is, um, her business is called Profitable um, Nutritional uh, Program. And so we do business coaching one-on-one throughout the week. So that helps me to kind of organize and see where I need to focus my attention with. But I mean, just starting out, um, it's just been me. So I've been kind of juggling everything, (laughs) but I'm looking into probably getting a virtual assistant um, sooner than later to help with that because it's so much juggling. Like you're saying, I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't an entrepreneur before this. I, I worked for a dentist my whole career. So it's definitely a a new concept other than being a nutritionist now. There's a whole other side of a business aspect that I wasn't aware of. So that that's a new learning curve for myself. I think that's a great point to bring up for everyone is that when we're in school, we learn so much of the information on treating disease, identifying disease, how do you monitor in that, right, going forward, but not yes. the business side of how do you engage with your client? How do you keep them coming back? How do you attract the new ones? How do you make yeah. sure your back end doesn't go haywire that um, it doesn't matter if you take insurance or not, the accounting is still very important with your cash flow, with keeping <laughs> your door open, right? The lights still need to be on. This yeah. you do virtual or having a brick mortar clinic. So yes, and and that also being said, I'm glad that you have someone right with you on that personal level to guide you. And it's also impressive for you to be in a new place already making those revenue go. So what are some things that worked really well for you to be able to hitting those goals? Um, honestly, it was all um believing in myself, um, not having that imposter syndrome and thinking, Oh my gosh, I'm doing this all by myself. Like I need to be under somebody to make money. Um, no, I can do it because I want to help people and people want the help. So that attracts them to me and they see, Oh my gosh, she can help me. Um, I don't have to do it. You know, how everybody else is doing it. I can do it a different way. They're looking for alternative medicine already, or I should say dentistry. Um, So, you know, it was, you know, an attraction thing that brought them to me. So um, believing in myself, because when I first started out, which was last year, I was having a hard time trying to get clients, even though I was putting the contact in there, but I wasn't believing in myself. Um, So that that's been a huge revelation for me. I think that's a great thing for all of us to hear. Doesn't matter how high of a leadership position you're holding. Uh, you run a big uh, hospital system. You run a big physician group, or you have a small brick mortar practice. 
doesn't matter where you sit on those ladders or uh, size of the organization. All of us might have these uh, thoughts of who am I? Am I really going to be able to do this? Can I serve them the right way? Can they always mm-hmm. going to love me, like me and come back to me? And those mm-hmm. are really um, instead of our pouring, we're doubting ourselves. And that in many of my clients, right, we talk about the from a performance science perspective, we have 10 sabotaging tendencies. And then the wow. number one is judge. We're constantly judging ourselves, judging other people, judging even just on our patients. Why are they not even listening to me? Like we give them options. Like uh, uh, how come we talk about this like last week? Uh, yeah. And then this week, it seems like we never had that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And then for other people who see their patients, right? Every four to six months it, uh, uh, and becomes very confused because, and you know what? At the end of the day, we all have a life. We all have our own career. We all have other things going on in life. And it's hard to keep all of us accountable in some level. And we shouldn't take that into heart like a personal attack. Uh, instead, it's it just what it is. We do the best that we can. We deliver it way above and beyond uh, what we think we can, what they even ask us. And then at the end of the day, it's retrain our brain to be okay in the sense of... Yeah. How do we serve? So uh, I love that you brought that up because I, I know even going to these major conferences, whether I'm, I'm the member or a speaker, like they're always going to be someone feeling like, um, hmm, what does that mean for us to be in those positions, right? Like uh, sometimes we become doubtful, but at the end of the day, all of us have those moments of, of how do we value proposition of what we can really do for you, right? For our team, for our community. And uh, it's tough just because you're really awesome, amazing, which you are. But sometimes people just don't see it. And it's not necessarily you did something wrong where you didn't express it. And perhaps we can all optimize, right? The the way that yeah. we okay, the way that we deliver the story, the way that we really help them to make that best decision for themselves for the treatment plan. But at the end of the day, people have a different perspective, value system, and we can only meet them where they are and for them to help themselves. Um, so um, I know there's definitely going to be other challenges while you're running your practice. What are some things that you found like as you're growing? That's some like the gross pain that you had and then different ways that you perhaps uh, are working on them or have already solved them. Like you said, um, getting clients back. I've had clients and I'm like, and they wrote outstanding reviews and like, you know, their testimonials. And then I was like, okay, do you want to, do you, do you want to come back? Like <laughs> for me, I was like, like you were just saying, like I did the best I could. I, and they, they even said they loved it, but then I haven't heard from them in six months. So I'm like, how are they doing? Like, not that I want them to come back and do the treatment, but like, you know, I know that they're still healing themselves and there's, you know, it's, it's a progression. Um, but you know, I thought we were going to maintain, you know, this another three months, not month package. So for me, it's, it's kind of like letting them go and then letting new people come in. So, um, because I had such a great experience with them. 
So um, I'm just learning to kind of let go and let more people come in because there is more people out there. So um, and just getting my voice heard, um, not just staying in the same kind of groups or um, people that I mingle with and talk to on a regular basis, but kind of move into other groups and sections um, and businesses that might be looking for me and I'm looking for them. (laughs) Right, right. It's about thinking outside the box of just not just what we know already, but where else people are gathering, who else could be great referral partners uh, to bring in the patient load. And then uh, for you, have you found some of the really good strategies to attract new patients? Honestly, so I know that I haven't done LinkedIn and I know people keep telling me I need to do LinkedIn. So I know that that would be another great way to um, influence my business. Um, and then, of course, I've, um, I'm have i already working with a holistic uh, dentist here in Massachusetts. There's only four. So and I'm trying to reach out and contact the other ones. And I have reached out and um, I am meeting with one next month. So I can actually now see them visually um, and talk to them one-on-one other than just doing, um, you know, a visual contact point with them um, so that they can see me in the clinic as a hygienist and know, you know, they can, they can trust me because I know the dentistry side, but I also know my nutritional side too. So So what I'm hearing is you become a lot more intentional about who you're reaching out to and then uh, understanding that they uh, might have this gap that you're able to fill to personally have a conversation. And so you can provide the additional education, additional services, which is a great way to think. Uh, And then definitely linking is a whole different ballgame of connecting. And definitely I love Linking all my newsletter lives, uh, linking audios and connections are mostly in LinkedIn uh, because we see that it's a more supportive platform than some of other social media, which can be overwhelming. And so uh, definitely happy to connect you with some of the speakers uh, who has been on the show, uh, who has shared some of the amazing tips on how we building uh, authority on LinkedIn. Now, we know everyone uh, wants to be the best in their field, in different area of their life. Uh, as you're growing your practice, what are something that you're working on to continue to level up? Um, so definitely, like I said, building up that social media platform, um, really building on my email list and getting out, you know, a weekly like uh, newsletter. So understanding because nobody really connects, or I should say most people don't connect that your gut health is connected to your oral health and just kind of making that more um, the community aware of that. Or honestly, the whole world should be more aware of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that that's where I'm definitely going to start branching out more um, because I've only been really local. Um, so I've gone to you know yoga studios and of course the dental offices around me, and then uh, functional uh, medicine practitioners. Um, so I need to branch out more and um, get more national, I guess. Um, is what I'm trying to get at. 
Perfect. Perfect. This is all good directions. Um, as we mentioned uh, in the earlier on the show, uh, healthcare in general has been pretty stressed out and uh, people take control of what they wanted to do. And then therefore, some of them uh, opened up their practice, some of them trying to make sure their practices keep at flow, sustainable, and then growing. So how are you keep yourself balanced? That's a great question because you definitely can get burnt out because it's ongoing in your head. Like, Oh, I got to do that. And I got to do that. And I got to do that. Um, so it's, it's honestly taking a balance of, okay, this is what I'm going to get done today. It's little steps, right. Um, and everything you do and those little steps kind of snowball and they make, you know, a bigger, uh, picture come about. And then more people are more attracted to what we do as practitioners. Um, so for me, it's definitely like I've joined the chamber of Congress. I've made sure that I've, um, get myself out there and really doing like podcasts like, um, yourself and just really focusing on showing people that I can help you, um, with your problem. So, or with your symptom or with, you know, um, the issues you're going through, I can coach you through that. You don't have to do it by yourself or you don't have to do it the way that we've been doing. You know, you don't have to get your tooth drilled and filled. Um, Let's go out this way. Or, you know, you don't have to do periodontal disease, which is gum disease, you know, than the way that dentistry has been doing it. So those are my key elements of talking to people one-on-one, but also getting referrals um, and just getting out there on social media and making myself known on these different platforms. Rocky acknowledged the constant mental load of tasks and responsibilities in her profession. To overcome this, she emphasized the importance of finding a balance and focusing on accomplishing small tasks each day. By taking consistent steps forward, these actions can build momentum and attract more people to her practice. She actively promotes her services by participating in professional organizations, engaging in podcasts, and leveraging social media platforms. Her approach goes beyond traditional dental procedures, offering an alternative perspective to her patients. By establishing connections, seeking referrals, and utilizing social media, she aims to increase awareness of her unique approach and expand her reach in the field of oral health. Don't miss out on episode. Subscribe to our podcast today on your favorite podcast platform to get the latest insight and actionable steps from our experts. Together, let's rewrite the rules for your business and create a positive social impact in the healthcare industry. All right, let's get back to the rest of our show. Right, so it's finding a, uh, for you, finding that balance on what to do and how to do it, and now uh, also uh, focus on the educational side and not focus on how people perceive and then consistently going forward and not feeling like you have to do all the things because we're trying to do all the things. That's when you start um, not working on the business, but in the business and driving little 
things every day and can be very tiring and it's not sustainable. So I appreciate your sharing that. Uh, I know other people uh, in the audience who uh, might want to learn more and perhaps share your value to their patients. How is the best way to connect you with them? Um, so I do have a website. It's called toothgut.com. Um, I do have uh, Facebook and it's called Nutrition with Rocky. Um, and that's under tooth and gut nutrition too. And then I have um, uh, Instagram too. And it's called tooth gut um, nutrition. And you can find me all three of those ways. And then of course I have email too. So and that's um, nutrition with Rocky at uh, toothgut.com. So if you have any questions or if you just want to chit chat. <laughs> For recognizing gaps in the dental industry to finding solutions and overcoming self-doubt and imposter syndrome, these discussions shed light on the importance of a holistic approach to patient care and business management. By embracing self-belief, letting go of doubts, and focusing on attracting new clients while maintaining balance, healthcare professionals, especially the founders and leaders, can create a positive impact and driving success in their business. Here are the quick summary of the six major things discussed. Number one, identifying the gap in your subspecialty and find solutions. Recognizing the gap in healthcare is crucial for executives and innovators like yourself. By identifying these gaps, you can develop innovative solutions to address and meet needs and improve patient care. It's essential to think outside the box and explore alternative approach to bridge these gaps and create positive impact in the industry. Number two, overcoming imposter syndrome and believing in yourself. Imposter syndrome can affect any high-level leaders, even those who are creating a figure income. We must overcome self-doubt and believe in our ability and our overall vision and the true impact that we can create. By acknowledging your achievement, seeking support from mentors, and focusing on continuous growth, you can build confidence and thrive in your role. Number three, building clinical work and business at the same time. We as healthcare executives and innovative founders often face challenges of balancing clinical work, businesses, and personal life. It's important to find not so much balance because that doesn't exist, but our harmony. To be able to delegate tasks, leveraging technology, and creating a strong team that are the right human capital that you can rely on and efficiently managing your time and their time as well as their resources can effectively navigate your life and business at the same time. Number four, self-doubt and self-judgment. These can hinder professional growth and success because we must recognize these tendencies and reframe our mindset knowing those are not the true self. Our true self are the purity and the brave souls that we're born with that we perhaps through the layers of journey have kept holding us back. Embracing a growth mindset, focusing on continuous learning and seeking support from peers and mentors can help you overcome self-doubt, can foster personal and professional development. 
Number five, letting go and attracting new clients. In order to grow, you need to learn the art of letting go. It's important to recognize that not all clients will return, and that's okay. By focusing on providing exceptional care, expanding networks, and exploring new avenues for attracting clients, you can create a substantial and sustainable business. Number six, balancing your workload. It's essential to avoid burnout and maintaining well-being. By setting priorities, delegating tasks, and implementing effective time management strategies, we can achieve a healthy work-life quality and harmony. Take care of yourself. Ensure that you sleep, you eat well, you have fun with the right people that are important in your life so you can provide the quality of life for others and for yourself and truly be the impacting thought leader to create a positive changes in our industry. Thank you for listening. Remember, the positive change we're seeking starts right here with me and you. If you're a fan of the show or if you are just having struggles or success that you're either experienced in the past or are experiencing now in the healthcare industry, these matter to all of us. I want to hear from you. Visit sabrinarombach.com forward slash connect and send me a direct message. Talk soon.